eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Brian. So uh, let's start with Gallup, um, since that's what you had left off with. Uh, I feel bad for the kid. I really do. I do, too. But here's the thing is that, like, when you look at over his last five games, if you include the playoffs, uh, Gallup's been targeted 19 times in the last five games. He has yeah. eight catches. Yeah. It's for 68 yards. He's yeah. he's not he's not been able to perform since he came back from that ACL the same way that he used to. And you remember there were a couple games last year where it was like, well, let's get Michael going. Let, let's, let's, let's feed Michael the ball. Same sort of thing coming out of halftime against the Giants. And I know we were just talking about it. Is it at all concerning that we're we're 17 games yes. into his, his Yes, return? I'll say yes right now. Whatever yeah. question you're about to ask me, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're going to ask me, is it concerning that, that Michael Gallup is not looking like Michael Gallup before the knee that, injury? That specifically, yes. specifically that Gallup has never been a guy that you needed to get going. Like, he just would get going. He is makes that, incredible yeah. – he, he can make some incredible catches. He is one of those guys, when you're not doing really well on offense – and maybe he has two catches, three catches, whatever. But one of his catches completely gets the offense going. Completely yeah. gets the offense going. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's he's always gotten the offense going. It's never been the offense having to get him going, which is right. what's a little concerning and about I, the last I'm, year. I'm trying to figure something out, Bobby. Well, I well, just, and here's, here's, here's my question for you. Is Have we reached a point now with this new system, which is get the ball out quick, screens and stuff. Yep. Gallup's always been route 7, 8, 9. Is Gallup no longer a scheme fit here that's that's what i'm fearful of now bobby that's yeah. what i'm fearful of you know that's what i'm is he is he a is he a round piece in the square hole you know yeah. that's what i i wonder but but you know he's got toughness to run the slants and things like that you know you can the outs you can hit him on the outs those routes like that where he could he could toe tap i mean he's he's one of the best long sh- short play i mean i say long body but when he plays, he could play like a really small guy. He could get feet down. He can contort. You know, he does a lot of things. I'm just – this is me, Bobby. I'm, I'm, I'm begging 
because I want to see him be successful. Yeah. But to your point, to your point, it might not be the right fit. I want him to do well because I've seen how hard he works. I want to, I've seen him how he's gone through some off the field things. He's a guy that always plays with a smile. You know, even, you know, he just wants to win. But you know, deep down inside, he sees CeeDee Lamb have 11 catches. You know? Yeah. He sees that. He sees Tolbert have, you know, three catches or four catches. And, and he sees that and he's like, okay, he just wants to contribute. Yeah. He wants to contribute. He, he doesn't want to be a guy that, you know, they gave him a nice little contract and he's not living up to the contract because he's probably feeling like he's not being productive enough. And, Okay, fine. I'll find it. They'll find a way to get rid of me. He even said it when we were interviewing him. I, I think I brought it a couple of different times. He's like, yeah, that one eight. You know, this is in training camp. Well, that one eight's making some plays. He's coming from my yeah. job. Coming from my yeah. job. And he says it with a smile, but deep down inside, he's probably thinking, I need to do something here. You know, I need, yeah. I need to have a, I need to have a six catch, ninety two yard day, to kind of get, get myself going again. Get, get in his rhythm. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Now, I'm going to do something very visual here, so apologies to the the listeners. But as you'll see here, Brian, as best I can, that's the little uh, throw yeah. chart for Dak. Throw charts, yeah. That does not look like a lot of Michael Gallup routes that are, are like, there's not a lot of routes there. that You got one deep ball way up there. That yeah. Who was it thrown to? It was thrown to Jalen Tolbert. It wasn't thrown to Michael Gallup yesterday. Man, that, which the, is, last, the last guy I would throw that, that nine route to would be Tolbert. I've seen right him now, in, probably. I've now, seen him now, in South Alabama. No, no, I've seen him in South Alabama, but it, it just felt like that he was so covered on the play. You know, there right, wasn't which, that separation, or you know, I that's didn't what see I mentioned. It. That was one of the other things I wanted to circle back on was the Tolbert angle. I uh, I thought it was really fascinating that the targets Tolbert got yesterday mm-hmm. were kind of in big moments. Like oh, yeah. they were third, they were third down throws. They were, hey, and, and what what did you think overall about how he he played? I mean, he didn't do anything dynamic, but what did you think no, about how see, he played? In the pregame, I told Eric Chiafalo on 105.3 The Fan. We we do the pre and post game show, and we talk about that a lot here. And I told I told uh, I told Eric. I said, listen, this is the game. Remember week two last year against Cincinnati. When when it when it was kind of bleak at wide receiver and there weren't things yep. weren't really going great, who in week two of Cincinnati had five targets, five catches, first down after first down after first down in that game? Noah Brown. Noah Brown. I yep. said somebody has got to be the Noah Brown in this game, and I said and I said Jalen Tolbert. Here we go, Jalen Tolbert, five targets, four first downs. Something like that. I was just yeah. thinking out loud. I was like, this is where this is. And I, and I didn't put that on, on Gallup. I put it on a guy like A because I knew that Tolbert would be the guy that was going to get, you know, he was going to be the third receiver in the offensive scheme. So if he got four targets, three catches, three first downs or whatever, that's, that's, what, you, that's what you needed right there. And they, you, somebody needed to have a Noah Brown game. And Noah Brown won that game for you last year with the plays. Oh yeah, that, that was, that, those were those were big catches, and Huge I think catches. the majority of them were third downs. They were third, third down, yeah, fourth down catch, a or touchdown. Something. Yeah. yeah, he. Had, I mean, it was crazy the type of game that Noah Brown had against Cincinnati in Week Two. But I was kind of thinking the same thing: the Jets, AFC opponent, somebody needs to step up. And I, I was, 
I was, I was, I think, I think Tolbert could build on that. Now, I hope that what, well, what will probably happen is you'll get Cooks back. You'll turn it. Now, people will say this, and they were asking me on the post game show on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. And thanks to folks at all that listen to post game too and call in, text, and all that stuff. But people were asking me, is there a possibility that we see Tolbert be the third receiver when, even when Cooks is back? There's yeah. a lot of people because there are people already kind of throwing dirt. They're already throwing dirt on Michael Gallup, you know. And me personally, I, I don't want to see it. I, I can understand if Tolbert's a better player for the scheme fit. I could totally yeah. understand that. Yeah, he but, he he probably runs right now. He probably runs those routes more the way that the Cowboys would they're look supposed for to be those, run. Yeah. yeah. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Yeah. Because that's you're, just you're that, not that's wrong. Ne- Gallup's never been the Gallup's never been this you know the stop route the slant guy. Yeah. Gallup's always been the post the corner you know yeah. running the the verticals because one of his greatest traits is just the ability to track the deep ball the ability to you know Contour. have the sideline yeah. awareness he's right. he's really good at that and it just it may be that you know these are not the type of shots that they're going to take in this offense now that's one of the other things I want to talk about before we just we'll wrap up one more thing on the offense then we'll do some quick defensive talk before we get to the mailbag but. When you look at the offense going two for six in the red zone, uh, yeah. there's clearly still a lot of room to grow here for this, right. this offense. The fact that these route combinations are quick, short, get the ball out, do you think that this is going to be an extended issue? That, look, once you get, once the field tightens up, shortens up, and you're playing nose to nose, these designs aren't going to cut it and that there's going to have to be some sort of, because I feel like a lot of the efficiently getting down the field, it's it's because you've got space to make things happen as the field tightens. Those concepts need to change. Yeah. But I, what I saw was Tyron Smith missed two blocks. I saw Hendershot on a jet sweep. If he just plants his right foot and dives for the line, he's going to score. Instead, yeah, it's, almost, it's almost like he's not a running back. It's well, weird. that's what I'm saying though. There, it's creativity. It's things yeah. they're trying if you if you hand that ball to uh, Turpin, that's probably a touchdown because he's yeah. he's you know what happens is is Hunter Lipke and and again the north the state of North Carolina uh, North excuse me North Dakota please I love your your Hunter Lipke I do I'm just saying though there's things that he's learning on the way he's learning about blocking he's learning how difficult it could be he's playing on the edge he's getting ragdolled a little bit. You know, he really didn't help Hendershot all that much with the way uh, Hendershot read the block. It, yeah. it didn't give him confidence to go outside. It didn't give him confidence to go inside. You know, that's on Hendershot. Creativity play, another creativity play. You're going to put Tolbert in a tight, tight slot, almost next to um, next to Ty, uh, Terrence Steele like he's a wing. So you put him there with some other other bodies. So you're trying to lose a receiver in the body area of the box. So, Dak, they're going to roll this thing to the right. They're going to try and delay a little bit with Tolbert and then run him up and then run him to the left side. And then they're going to throw the ball back. 
Well, what's happening? It's like there's three jet defenders standing on that side of the field. Dak then has to, you know, Dak gets sacked yeah. over there, you know. It's it's one of those plays where they tried to be a little creative with the jet sweep. They tried to be a little creative with the throwback. The Hendershot touch, uh, excuse me, the uh, Schoonmaker touchdown was a nice play. was a good mesh, getting him across kind of a little bit right to left, get a little bit mesh, run their guys through traffic, throw him the football touchdown. They missed a shot, uh, they missed a shot uh, to Ferguson over the top. Ferguson beats three guys getting off the line. Next thing you know, he's in the corner. Dax just got to lay that ball in there. You know, that was a missed opportunity right yeah. there. So I'm telling you a bunch of things that are happening. The whole thing, they scored a touchdown on a six-yard running play. Again, holding on the backside by, Taren, uh, by Tyron Smith. There's things that have that hurt this offense. There's a side of me, though, that also believes, I said this on the postgame show, and I'll say it again right now, there's a side of me that Mike McCarthy says, I'm going to run the ball here, I'm going to run the ball here, I'm going to run the ball here, trying to toughen up his team. And this is, we're now yeah. in the era of not having Ezekiel Elliott anymore. We're done with Ezekiel Elliott. We'll see him, him in a couple of weeks. But we don't have that guy that's going to pound the ball, pound the ball, pound the ball, and next thing you know, it's a fourth and one and you go for it and you score. That We don't have that guy. We don't. So I think McCarthy ran the ball with Pollard a little bit to try and maybe toughen his guys up. That, hey, you're going to have to block a little bit better up front maybe to get this guy to and through the hole. I, I could see, I could see that. I, I could see him trying to do that because they did. They they ran their head a little bit at, at times in this game. Uh, Pollard carried the ball twenty five times. He was under three yards of carry, so I, I could totally see that, understand that. Um, really quickly on the defense, just before we get to the mailbag, because I mean, there, there's how much more can you say about them that, than than we've already said? I guess here's the thing: is that when you watch this now, this is two weeks in a row. They they've done a good job of after the first drive against the Giants, snuffing out the run. They did a good job stopping the run yesterday. I thought Damone Clark played better. Um, you know, I, I thought their run fits in general were a little better. Is the only weakness on this team right now, Brian, the fact that they have a tendency to get up the field so fast that they create the running lanes for the quarterbacks? Is that really the only weakness on the defense at this point? I think that if you ask me what the what the potential problems could be, yes. They are they are they do a tremendous job of getting up the field. They also do a tremendous job of with the pressure, but they're not the most disciplined when it comes to okay, you have to stay in your lane and rush. You, yeah. or you you know, when there's twist games and stuff, I completely understand it. But if you're going to have if you're gonna have Micah and you're gonna have Tank and you're gonna have Osa, all three of those guys can't end up on one side of the of the of the defense. When they're rushing, you know, and then all of a sudden yeah. somebody's getting blocked on the other side. They, they can't have that happen because what happens is they're playing coverage. They're playing coverage. Maybe they're playing man coverage behind that and they don't have somebody they're accounting for the quarterback. You know, they're trying to match everybody up in the secondary. So, yes, if they're the 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 one weakness that this team has is they're so anxious to get up the field, but the lane integrity falls apart at times and it's just you know they're but when it's a beautiful way man when they rush they I mean they get up the field it's a problem Uh, you could see it you could see the stress level in the quarterback you could see the stress level of the offensive line and having to deal with it you could see the stress level of the backs having to protect for it 
it goes up. But they've got to play with a little bit more discipline when it comes to the paths that they take. You know, because there's going to be some quarterbacks down the line that are going to hurt you running the football, mainly that guy in Philadelphia. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.